0: ESPN 94.1 FM at 8:930 present. The
1: Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC.
0: <laughs> it is Tuesday, February 2nd. Happy Groundhogs Day. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Do you, you have like Groundhog Day parties? Do you do that? Do you gather by the, the rodent and, and celebrate? I'm not that guy. All I know is uh, one of them says it's going to be cold. One of them says it isn't going to be, and uh, I'm not cool with that. But welcome in to the Tuesday edition presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We take your phone calls always on the White Claw phone line at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw hard seltzer made pure. You know, I'm going to be quite honest with you. 2021 hasn't been exactly great. It hasn't been the relief we've needed from twenty twenty. Not just yet. I mean, sure. You got a new head football coach, so that's making everyone happy. Coach Huff. And tomorrow he's gonna have a presser, sort of a, here's what I've done for recruiting, and here are my here are my close new best friends. Here's my staff. We're gonna have that for you. Five o'clock tomorrow, right here on ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. So I've got that to look forward to with you. I don't know how long this thing's gonna go, but we're going to give Coach the hour if he needs it. For those of you who maybe can't live stream it tomorrow, you're going to be in the car, you're going to be somewhere where you don't have access to a computer. However, you, you usually get this stuff. If you can't catch it tomorrow, through those means, we've got you covered. So don't worry about it. We're going to live stream it for you as well. So we'll go on the air exactly at 5 o'clock, and if they start right at 5, we'll go right into it. If they don't, we'll hang for a few minutes, and then we will get into it. So that's coming up tomorrow. So – I'm looking forward to that. We're going to find out everything that's happening with the coaching staff officially, officially. Worst kept secret is the coaching staff changes at Marshall University. Worst kept secret ever, pretty much. So that's tomorrow. But other than that, what's been the, really the bright spot here of 2021 for you so far? It's the same miserable stuff, right? Well, no, it's gotten better today. For a lot of fans, it has gotten better It's as if manna fell from heaven for a lot of people. EA Sports, Electronic Arts, coming back to college football. The football game's coming back. You remember, if you're someone who plays on your Xbox, your PlayStation, you remember every year the annual treat that it was to get the brand new edition of then NCAA football. It was a... Before that, I remember it was like Bill Walsh football. Anybody go back that far? Is it just me? It's coming back. It's going to be renamed. First of all, it's going to be called EA Sports College Football. There are reasons for all this, and I'll outline it. So first of all, we're going to get our college football game back. EA Sports has heard the cries of fans everywhere who's played this thing. And I'm not talking just kids. Young, old, if you have access to a gaming system, you play this thing. This was like an annual treat for you. It was fun. I enjoyed it more than Madden. To be quite honest, if you ever have played Madden and college football, college was better. Madden might have sold more. College was always better because, of course, there was always that thrill. I mean, when I was younger, I would get the game when it came out. I remember one time getting the game, and there were people lined up for it. Well, wait a minute. Lining up for this? That was then. I'm not lining up for anything now. No, no. I lined up for a phone one time. I, I did it. I can say I did it. I'm not doing that again. I'm not lining up for much of anything right now, ever. But this thing's coming back. And so EA Sports College Football's happening. Now that means we get, we get a 4K resolution representation of Joan C. Edwards Stadium. And that's going to be it because we're not going to see the digital version of Coach Huff. That's not happening. We're not going to see the digital representation of any Marshall player. That's not happening as well. And this thing's not coming out this year. So don't expect Christmas time. You're going to be getting the new college football game or midsummer. That's not happening. It's coming. It's just not coming this year. How this happened was EA Sports... Hooked up with Collegiate Licensing Company, CLC. Collegiate Licensing Company. Remember that name, CLC. So you get the license from CLC. So now you got all the FBS schools. You've got the schools, the traditions, the uniforms, the playbooks, all that stuff. Everything that gets licensed. You got all of that. So that's step one to make this thing a reality. So now it's going to feel like college football again, right? That's the hope. That's the dream. That when you fire it up and you turn it on and you select that your school's Marshall, that's your favorite school. You got Jones C. Edwards Stadium there. You got the Thundering Herd. You got Marco on the sideline. Kelly Green uniforms. Your team's playing ready to go. It's an authentic schedule. You got EKU there. You got. All the schools that you want to play, you can play anybody you want to. If they're in the game, you can play them. So I was uh, teasing our engineer today. I told him he's a big UK fan. I said, Look, I'm going to get the game. I'm going to go into Lexington and I'm going to beat your Wildcats every single time. And, you know, I'm not going to get things fixed now because the engineers ticked at me, but that's, um, I'll deal with that. No, this is fun. This is really fun. I mean, it's a fun story to talk about today because, you know, a lot of, a lot of, People grew up with this. This was their game. I mean, you hear kids talk about 2K now, and when they say 2K, they're not talking baseball or any other things. They're talking 2K. They're talking NBA. And anecdotal as it may seem, why is the NBA prospering? Why are more people gravitating towards the NBA? Because I mean, kids eat up this stuff. They're playing, and I'm not saying college football is going to get that bump. I think. The game is getting the bump because of college football, not the other way around. But still, you have a lot of people excited about this. So you're going to get all the authenticness of it according to EA Sports with the CLC license. And there's not going to be rosters. Here's the thing. This is going to be the one thing that probably helps bring this back and maybe disappoints fans for right now anyway. The rosters are not happening. The rosters will not include names, images, or likenesses of real college players because current NCAA rules prohibit athletes from selling their NIL rights while in college. And so the rules are still being changed, discussed, all of that. However, EA is moving forward as if, okay, we're going to move forward. We're going to make this game, but we're not going to have the problems of old. We're not going to have anything on the game in the roster that you can point and say, Hey, that's me. I want my share. Those are my stats, even though these are arbitrary stats. Yeah, my rating, my player rating. These are my numbers. None of that's gonna be in the game. So you don't have to worry about at least this thing being shot down. I'm sure there will be attempts, honestly. Somebody's gonna shoot this thing and see if it can it can graze it or get it. Somebody's gonna put their hand out. I get it, I understand. But at the same time, it's coming back, and EA sounds like, okay, we're not going to... Well, down the road, when we can, we'll make those happen. We'll work on those. We'll deal with that, do it the right way. But right now, there's no clear-cut path to put likenesses in. I mean, sure, that's the fun. When we were kids, or when we were younger, or adults, I mean, let's be honest. I'm not going to typecast here. How fun was it, like, on the original PlayStation? I think it was the original PlayStation. You get the NCAA game, and you take Marshall because Marshall was in that game. You take Marshall, and you would you would have Randy Moss's and they had Randy's stats, what they thought they were. So he basically was like the best wide receiver on on the game, or one of them. And you just throw that bomb, and I would throw it out to the, on the right side and just chuck it. And Randy would catch it, and I score almost every time. It was it was silly, insane. It was fun. And you can't have that stuff now. I mean, sure, you got to kind of come up with a balance to, because, again, kids are going to be playing this. Adults are going to be playing this. What am I talking about? People that are going to be playing this, this, They want that. they want to feel like, okay, when I pick up the controller, I've got Marshall. Here's what Marshall feels like. And it's going to be hard to do that because if Marshall's too good, you're going to, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, that's cool. Marshall fans are not going to complain. But everyone else is going to go, wait a minute, Marshall's overrated. I mean, sort of, you got to have that balance, right? So the rosters were really cool. And I don't know if they're going to have the rosters be able to be edited. And that's another thing. That was another bone of, of contention there. That was another place where people picked it apart. Because what's to say, I, I, can, go, I can go in and I can modify the rosters. I can go in and edit the rosters. I can make my roster. And people have been doing this for years. Because the last game that came out came out in 2013. It was NCAA 14. And there's a community that still plays that game. And they have taken to edit rosters every year to match current rosters. So there are there are fans who play that game with as close to accurate rosters as they can manage putting together, because you could upload rosters, you could edit rosters, and you could upload it so you could make your team. Now, I don't know if that's going to be something you can do with this game. However, uh, they're going to look at that stuff, because that was the big thing. It was not the game, because they had the licensing, they had all the images and everything. It was, okay, you're making a game about college football, and the rosters conveniently look awful close to what the team looks like roster-wise and the statistics and the values there. So that was something that was widely debated. But there are going to be rules changed right now, and so you could have some sort of group licensing in the future for the game. That would be something that kids aren't going to make a fortune off this. Let's just be honest. Kids aren't going to make a fortune off of this. It's sorta of like in the music industry, your song gets played, you get a percentage of that. You get some money for that, but how much you're really getting? I mean over time, yeah, but you know, you're you're not gonna make money hand over fist here. So there could be some group licensing here in the future, it's just not gonna be present. And after the announcement, Connecticut Senator Chris Murphy put out a statement. He said that he's going to introduce legislation to, quote, help players finally profit off their talent so they don't need to face continued mistreatment like this. Now, I don't know what mistreatment like this means in his mind. I think what EA is trying to do is put this product out there, reestablish the product, which college football fans adored, I'm sure not all of you played this game or en- enjoyed this game, but I'm going to be quite honest. Uh, Twitter was uh, quite. And again, I know it's all anecdotal right now. Twitter was a buzz today. There were a lot of people maybe who haven't played this thing since they were a young, young child. Young child. And now they're excited to be able to play this game here in a few years. Uh, it's pretty cool what they're going to be able to do here. So uh, it's not coming out, this isn't something they just announce and say, okay, we're going to put this out here in a few months, but this is going to be a product that's coming out down the line. You know how these football games are. They'll turn these things around in a year or so. So we're talking probably next year at the latest, a year after that. Now you're going to have a fresh copy of NCAA football, but it's going to be rebranded now. Again, it's going to be EA Sports College Football. I just hope it's accurate. I mean, I hope it's accurate with every detail. I mean, let me ask you this. If it's if it's if it's got the license, does that mean I'm going to have like um music, band, all that stuff? Yeah, I'm kind of curious what what the game, what the scope of the game's going to be. Cuz that was the fun. That was seriously the fun. And something that was really cool about it, at least before they discontinued it, you could, on the game, you could customize the music. So after a touchdown, if you had like an MP3, you could upload an MP3 to your console, and whatever the school's touchdown song is, if you had it, you could you could set up, if you really wanted to get in there and dial it up and, and play with it, you could come up with all the authentic sounds. So whatever your school does... If there's different songs they played like during situational third down or something, you know, fourth down, whatever you you could really customize it. So I'm kind of curious what this is going to look like and what it needs to be to be able to get to market without stepping on anyone's toes, having lawsuits because that was basically one of the things that really brought this down. Was okay. NCAA, EA, everyone's profiting off these kids except the kids, and I completely understand that is a valid question. How are these kids getting compensated? It's very valid because that was the hook of this. The sell was, you're playing, if it's in the game, it's in the game. That was a, a trademark of EA Sports. That was something they pushed for a long time. If it's in the game, it's in the game. But at the same time, I think this is really good. The EA College Football moniker, not using any NCAA, but EA Sports College Football, uh, that's going to help. And you're going to have all the FBS Division I schools. Um, they're going to have, of course, it'll be licensed, so you'll have the roads of the College Football Playoff, the College Football Championship, and they're going to have everything in the game that is with the license. So, I mean, you're going to have the authentic bowls. I'm sure the Rose Bowl, you're going to have everything. And you're going to have a digital representation, I'm sure. Because if you don't want to have generic school, right? Because then you're going to tick off somebody. You're going to put a school in. You're going to have make sure that everything is authentic. Everything is up to spec. So you're going to have, as close as you possibly can, authentic Joan C. Edwards Stadium, right? You're going to go in there, and you're going to feel like, oh, okay, yeah. And I'm sure, and I'm quite sure, they're not starting from scratch here. They've they've got a pretty good idea of how to get this thing ramping up. But that's what's happening today in the college football world. It's a video game that a lot of people have missed. And, of course, uh, I was having some fun with the day on Twitter. We get a new coach for Marshall. You get a new coach, Coach Huff. He takes the job and... Guess what? He takes the job, and there's a new video game. So I, I basically I had some fun with Coach Huff today, and uh, a lot of you um, had some fun with me on it. Coach Huff, I thanked him for making this happen. I, I'm, I'm sure he uh, got a kick out of it today. Uh, he's pretty active on Twitter. If you haven't followed him yet, he's on Twitter at Coach Huff. He's pretty active when he's not doing um, process stuff, uh, moving to be a champion, all that stuff. Tavion Kinsey, when we continue, we'll have some fun uh, talking basketball. Marshall's playing a game this week. Marshall's playing two games this week. We'll get into it when we continue. We'll hear from Tavion Kinsey. Had a chance to catch up with him yesterday. I'll give you an opportunity to listen in on our conversation with the rest of the media on that call when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank.
0: Our phone lines presented by White Claw 877 420 talk 877 420 That's the number to be a part of the White Claw phone lines. White Claw, hard seltzer made pure. Welcome back to the February 2nd edition of Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hopefully we're not going to have any worries about basketball this week. It sounds like... Everything's under control, and Marshall's going to take on Old Dominion. That's coming up this weekend, Friday and Saturday, both contests right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, getting ready for the game, I had a chance to join in on the Zoom call yesterday with Tavion Kinsey, and um, that was one of my first questions I asked a Tavion. Just the fact that at this point we are going to have 14 days of practice and all of that just to get ready for Old Dominion. Sure, you were trying to get ready for FAU, but you had to change that. And now you have plenty of practice time here getting set for Old Dominion. And we start there with Tavion Kinsey from his Zoom call.
1: We're just glad that hopefully this week we can get back to playing um, this weekend.
0: How are you keeping yourself going knowing that anytime a game can be yanked? I mean, that's got to be a lot of mental fortitude on your part just to be ready to get Ready for the next
1: one? Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, it's definitely sometimes challenging, but I mean, um, we're in school now, so I really look at it as like if I'm not playing basketball, I could spend more time getting ahead on schoolwork, things like that. On the basketball standpoint of it, if um, when we shut down and things happen, um, just being mentally prepared—if you prepared yourself at the beginning when uh, the season started, knowing that there was gonna be some stopping and um, a lot of shutdowns may occur. Um, If you already mentally prepared yourself for that, then it really doesn't really bother you as much. It's more so frustrating that you don't get the play more than like, you know, losing your mind or losing your focus of anything. Um, But our gym is always open to us and the managers are willing to come in and work out with us and rebound while we shoot. So that keeps us going a little bit
0: you know much about ODU? Have you had a chance to really maybe get into them a little bit, try to figure out how to play them this week?
1: Um, We haven't watched film on them. We'll start watching film on now. We know they play um a zone. We know their zone is kind of weird. They disguise it sometimes. They might be in a the 2-3. They might be in a 3-2. It might be in a 1-3-1. One, one. Um, sometimes they can extend their zone into, like, the half. They put a big guy, a big athletic, like, wing, at the top to guard and they kind of guard it weird in the corners. They try to make you like on the wings. If they're in their three, two or their one-three-one, the wing guys make it hard for you to get to the corner, but they don't go and guard the corner. They have the bottom guy run from corner to corner, whichever one. So I know Coach Dan will come up with some type of scheme or for us to beat it. But I mean, um, I think it's the same team as last year. They might have a couple of new guys we haven't seen yet, and we'll see them on film today. Um, we know they're a very, very good team. They've always been a good team. Since I've been here, they have. And um, I'm pretty sure before that, they've been a good team. So, we'll, um it should be a good, a good matchup this week. You know, they're fresh out of quarantine, so I don't know if they'll be tired or so. But um, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll be prepared to play us this weekend. Hey, hey Taylor, when you the, look
0: at uh, – um, go ahead, Greg. I'll
1: just-
2: how difficult is that to prepare for a team? I don't think ODU's played in the last. I think it's been three weeks since they played. How difficult is that to assess, you know, film and tendencies and things like that, given that they really haven't played any games as of late?
1: Um, I think we whatever film we get, we just want to have to go for that. And um, we have some veteran guys who played against their guys. We'll look at the the scouting report, and it's kind of like reading your scouting report more so because that's what we really have to work off of and whatever game film we have. And I think our older guys such as myself and like the senior guys and who have played against them before, if they have like some of the same players, then we'll know you know, what they're capable of doing, if they gotten better at this area or what. But at the end of the day, I always tell my guys um, it's basketball. Whenever we're like, can't get through a play, whenever defense breaks down, whenever they run a play that we don't know, your basketball IQ has to set in just a game of basketball. So you got to figure out a way to outsmart a team, be better than a team, whatever type of, you know, help we can get from the film or whatever. But if we don't have any, then just got to be a basketball game. Who wants it more, so. Hey, by the time you
0: guys get back home, assuming you play middle next week, it's going to be like 50 days and you played two home games. How, How frustrating is that? And on the other side of it, has it made you guys mentally tougher?
1: Uh yeah, I was going to say that Um, more so make us mentally tougher. That's how I look at it. I know a lot of our fans want to see us play at home. I know, uh, you know, our coach wants to play at home. We want to play at home as well. Um, It feels not right to not be able to get any home games in this year, but we got to take it as we're road warriors. You know, we got to go on the road and we got to win. So definitely I feel like if you could be the team at their house and then you now this year, playing back to back, you know, waking up the next day and still being there, having to beat a team twice at their house is more so challenging, but it's making us better. It's definitely making us stronger mentally um, and being able to go into hostile environments and play, play in areas with no crowd, playing areas with some crowd, playing areas where like Western where they didn't even allow us a lot because they wanted more so of their fans in there. Like running into things and situations like that, I think it's mentally preparing us for like when we all have to go and we have to go into the tournament. If they do a bubble, whatever they may do, we'll be ready because we've always been on the road. We haven't played as many, you know, home games. So,
2: <laughs> so with with your all's team, you look you're in the top 10 in three different categories in CUSA. Jared is in top 20 in three different categories, and Andrew's in the top 20 in three different categories. How do you all speak on your success and and what goes into you all being such versatile players, uh, you know, within Dan's system?
1: Um, Coach Dan and all the other coaches, um, Coach Jackson, Coach Klein, they they make sure we hone in and we don't get a big head. You know, Coach Corny is definitely Coach Jackson excuse me, he's definitely been talking to me about keeping my head on straight, not feeding into what what we're ranked or what accolades that I've been accomplishing during the seasons or what, you know, what mock draft or this or that is going on, just keeping our head down and working, you know? And um, uh, we don't wanna lose focus. We have something that we're trying to accomplish here in the season. I think it's very good that we, you know, are in the top 20 and top 10 and versatile in all areas. But I think that just shows that we're versatile. You know, we have versatile guys and we can um, get it done in all categories and we can be the best in all categories. And, you know, I'm always think my guys are the best, you know, I feel like Jared's the best defensive point guard in the country, Andrew best rebound and point guard and then offensive end, I don't really think it's a lot of guards that, I don't think it's a lot of teams that have three, you know, like guys that can go off at any time, any. And if we're all clicking together, it'll be hard to stop us. So, you know, just staying, you know, level-headed, not too high, not too low, and making sure that we continue to work, extra work after practice, before practice, whenever we can get in here, because like I said, we have to stay focused. I think it's it's great that we're doing that because we've been getting shut down a lot. We haven't been playing at home, so you got to think. We're top in this category, but we've been on the road doing this, you know, like we've been going into other people's, you know, territory doing this. So I think that speaks numbers, but um, it's pretty, pretty nice, but still gotta work. You look hey,
2: at here, obviously there was John uh John and CJ. And you became that that X factor option. Do you feel like Andrew's sort of taken that on this year with you and Jared already solidified in in your leadership roles? But he sort of stepped into that third X factor role for you all. Oh, definitely.
1: Oh, I'm I'm Andrew's roommate on the um when we're on a wave trip. I tell him all the time, um, we need your confidence. We need another leader. Everybody can be a leader, but you know, Drew has definitely stepped up. Um, I've always knew he had it. He comes in here every day he works every single day at, at, like the first time I met Drew he came in here and worked out like uh it was just his work ethic is crazy so you know you come with that work ethic and you come with that drive and you put in that extra work it will show and you know, it's definitely showing and I'm definitely proud of him and I I definitely hope that he continues to do this and um you know add that third X factor as you say you know with me and Jared being there but just, I mean, it, sometimes I just look, especially like when we played in FIU and he had him a weekend, some of the shots he was hitting, I was just like, I felt like a fan like sitting out. Like, I felt like even though I was in the game that I was watching and I was just like, this is crazy. Like some of these shots that he's hitting, he's definitely locked in. When that man gets locked in, it's it's hard to stop him, so.
0: Hey, Vion, you just mentioned a moment ago of being road warriors. How does this team embrace that mentality?
1: Uh, I think it's kind of forced upon us. I mean, you, we gotta embrace it. It's the, it's the only way that we've been able to, you know, get games and play. So I mean, if this is how we're gonna get our games, everybody wants to play, you know. So if this is how we're gonna get to play, and it's like God is putting us out there to be like, you gotta go play here, you gotta go play there. We're not getting any home games. I think you gotta embrace it. I think you just gotta take it with a grain of salt. Like, you know, I guess we are war- road warriors, and we gotta make our wins on the road. It's making us tougher. So I think buying into, you know, we might not have a home game, but we're going to get a road game and now let's go beat them at their house type situation. So I feel like, um, like I said, just buying into that and just, you know, everybody on the same page as in we got to go on the road. And that's just how it's going to be.
0: One benefit of that, Tavion, is uh, come tournament time, you know, it's going to be second half to you. It's not going to be awkward or anything.
1: Come tournament time, all of our guys should be ready. It should be no excuse. You know, it should be no excuse of why we can't go where wherever we're gonna go and wherever the tournament is gonna be and and play at our top, you know, because we've had to do it all year. You know, we had to go places like La Our strength of schedule is crazy on the road. Like we've played Western on the road at their house, you know, we've played La Tech, who hasn't really lost a game at home in so many games and we won there, you know, got to go to ODU, which is a tough environment. I went there as a freshman, we went on a game winning shot, you know, um, areas like that is just, you got to go in there with, well, last year we went to UAB. We don't get to play them this year, but I'm pretty sure we might have to go on the road and play somewhere else. So being able to have that already and then going into the tournament, we should be locked in and ready.
0: Tavion Kinsey, his thoughts from yesterday's Zoom call. When we continue, we'll get your thoughts in. You can join us by being a part of the White Claw phone lines, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw, Hard Seltzer, pure. More on the way, it's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We appreciate you tuning in to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Coming up tomorrow on the program, we're going to hear from Coach Huff. He's going to speak. He's doing a live press conference, 5 o'clock. So we're going to um, cede our time to Coach Huff tomorrow. So Coach Huff has the floor tomorrow. We'll come on the air 5 o'clock as we normally do, uh, just a few minutes earlier than we normally do. But still, uh, it's going to be the same setup. We're going to come on and set it up, and we're going to go to it as soon as they begin. And it's going to basically consist of Coach Huff talking about what he did do For signing day what he's planning on doing and taking a look at the staff he's assembled give you a breakdown of the hirings and anything else he wants to talk about that's coming up tomorrow we'll go on the air just a few minutes earlier to get it all in five o'clock here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 so I'm looking forward to that I think it's smart on his part you got a lot of kids coming back, a lot of players who are going to opt in and take their extra year that they're owed, they're deserving, because, honestly, this is um, not a, a year that you want to end on. If you're a college football player and you end on this note, either you're moving on to the next journey of your life, you're going to shoot for the NFL, which, again, that probably qualifies to the next journey of your life. So, really, either you're not done with the journey here at Marshall or in college football, or you're ready to move on to the next journey, the next step. And for a few players opting out before the bowl game, ready to go to the next step. For a majority of kids coming back, they're going to take advantage of the opportunity that's presented to them. Honestly, if you can get an extra year in, get your education, further that, play some more, what harm is it going to do, right? I think it's a good move. But that puts some schools into a, a bind because – if you got recruits that are coming in and you got players who are coming back, your recruiting numbers are going to be off a little bit. I think probably the transition between coaches, you, know, you sort of reset that. Not too many people are going to ding coach, deserved or not, ding him for whatever happens this up, upcoming season on the recruiting front. I think it's a smart move. Uh, I don't think we're going to have to really worry about recruiting until 2022. He's already been on social media talking about it. He's been talking to the kids in the 2022 class. So full steam ahead, bring in some fantastic recruits. That's what you're all looking for, right? You want to see some highly touted four, five-star kids. You want to see the stars light up on the list, depending on what service you think is the best. That's coming in 2022. So, or tomorrow we'll hear what he's talking about as far as uh, what he did bring in, as far as um, his recruiting goals. And move ahead. Looking forward to talking about his staff. That's all coming up tomorrow. Again, right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We'll go in here at 5 o'clock. So that way you don't have to miss it. If you're in the car, like many of you are right now, you won't miss a thing. When we continue, we will wrap it up. Get your phone calls in and Twitter as well at Paul Swan here on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN
1: 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank.
0: We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on this Tuesday, February 2nd. Paul Swan, your host here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. All right, who's set for the Super Bowl? Got a few days. Look, I, I know the audience here. I know you're all going for Tampa Bay. I get it. I understand it. I'm with you on it 100%. Only reason is because it's not your love of Tom Brady or your hate of Tom Brady deciding factor here. It's not that. It's Byron Lefwich, and we all get that. We're all on board. We want Byron to get a Super Bowl ring. We want him to eventually be one of the newest head coaches in the NFL. We want him to lead his team to Super Bowl after Super Bowl. We want Byron to be super successful. I, I'm on board with that. And so. I'll be probably rooting for Tampa Bay as well with you. I'm going to be on board with you. And, of course, if you root for Tampa Bay and when Tampa Bay plays at home at Raymond James Stadium, you got the pirate ship, right? One of the best features in the NFL, an authentic pirate ship. I mean, that ship is authentic as it can be, right? Has cannons, fires the cannons when you score a touchdown. If you're Tampa Bay, you score a touchdown, fire the cannons, Guess what? Um, not happening. Not for the Super Bowl. NFL's not going to allow it. So when the Buccaneers score a touchdown, the Cannons don't get to fire. Not going to be allowed. Because this is going to be a neutral field. This game is being played on a neutral field, even though it's the participating team's home field. First time this has ever happened in the NFL. The the venue is also the home field of one of the participants. So, right, you, you get to stay in your own home. You get to stay in your own bed. You get to make the same drive you do every day. You get to probably use your same locker room, right? All that good stuff. Okay. Uh, the Buccaneers are considered the home team because the NFC is always the home team in odd numbers, Super Bowls. So they get their own locker room. Oh, hey, uh, that works out great, right? Okay. And... The AFC is always the home team in the even-number Super Bowls, uh, but that only applies to jersey color. Everything else, though, no. No cannons. Everything on the field is going to be neutral. Uh, The cannons can go off in in the pregame, but that's it. I don't know. Fire the cannons for all... For every touchdown. That would have been my compromise. Like, look. Fire the Kansas City scores, fire the fire the cannon. Tampa Bay scores, fire the cannon. That's fun. I know the NFL stands for no fun league. But let's let's be serious here. Come on. Make that compromise. Let's fire the cannon for both teams. Let's have some fun. And it's how many how many stadiums have a pirate ship in it? Not many. That's the only thing I'm disappointed in. You know, the cannons aren't going to be firing. You know, that's what the Pirates need, the Pittsburgh Pirates. They need a, a, they need a pirate ship. Beautiful ballpark. Add a pirate ship. Just have it, like, right off over. Maybe put it on the river. Just put the pirate ship on the river. And every time the Pirates hit a home run... You know the, the the radio call, cannonball coming, fire the cannons. All right, thanks for tuning in to this. We've had fun today. I, this has actually been fun. I appreciate you guys sticking around and being a part of it with me every single day. You know who you are. I appreciate you. Back tomorrow, we will hear from Coach Huff. We will, if we have time, we will offer our our commentary on what he said. Uh, We're going to go as long as Coach Huff goes. If he goes an hour and a half, we're going an hour and a half. If he goes 20 minutes, uh, we'll take the rest of the show and talk about it. Whatever happens, you can hear Coach Huff's press conference tomorrow. It starts 5 o'clock. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930.